on last week's Irrevelations. If you're just tuning in, this is the beginning of Deuteronomy. We just finished Numbers. If I were going to title this anything, I'd say God gaslights the Jews. At least ISIS keeps some of their victims for sex. Remember how I told you guys not to harass Moab? The people who we killed all the women and children? Yeah, remember when I told you not to do that and then you didn't do it? Like, okay, what is this, Tiananmen Square Massacre? But then, after the Israelites beat them in battle, it says, just a couple of verses later, they completely destroyed their cities, the men, women, and children inside. Left no survivors. Plundered the town. Basically raped, pillaged the whole vice. Thing. The lands that they're about to enter are decidedly wicked already. Like, he does mention, like, hey, you're gonna go into some places that are gross, bro, and we're gonna kill every last one of them. So you're a genocidal apologist now? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. That's why, we, I mean, we were supposed to like Anakin after he killed all the filthy sand people, right? Yeah, that was the point. Of course, when you go into a town, you're gonna kill all the children. You get you, you find a two-year-old, you snap its neck like a chicken, you throw it in the dumpster. I just can't wait. Let's say it. I can't wait for Moses to die. Before we turn to the world, I would like to can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Death in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now burning now. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Honestly, I think that that's kind of like uh, keeping a certain level of debt is good for you. It keeps your heart on its toes, kind of like keeps you stressed out, your cortisol up. Mm-hmm. It's like why I like uh, I like commuting, just because I'm angry. I'm screaming alone in the car the entire time. Right. Sometimes for hours at a time. <laughs> right. For me, it's like, uh, oh, this is this is weeb shit, but uh, you know how, like, Goku, oh, wars his, Goku wears his weighted clothing before a competition, you know? No, but you could have just said, you know, Navy SEALs or decathlon athletes do that. Like, why did you have to use Goku? Goku Real people Goku. do that. But my point is, is that I just maintain a constant level of stress and anger and fear so that when it's time for the real shit, I can just, I just oh, yeah, here we go. It's ready, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, every Polish child uh, for the first half of the 20th century. Okay. Just, just like, is Russia going to kill me? Am I going to eat today? Are Who's the Nazis going to kill me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun stuff. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of which, you know what today is? Uh, Hitler's birthday. No. What is the? It's the t- uh, 12th. June 12th. So this is going to release on a Sunday, but today we're recording uh. is June 12th. And... Uh, that is the, if you lived in Orlando, you'd know it's the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. Oh, shit. Is that why it's Pride Month? I don't know. I wonder if Pride Month predates Pulse or they just kind of, or like, like, you know how like Amber Alert is because some chick Amber got murdered, you know? Oh, like, is, yeah, that makes like sense. Like sometimes there's these reactionary things that they're like, ah, fuck it, Pride Month, you know? No, Pride Month started in 1969. Oh, well, so. then weird. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Omar Mateen just has a weird... He probably did Wasn't he gay? So maybe that was That was one of, like of those... Flashing. That was... Uh, the aftermath of Pulse Nightclub was kind of a weird, weird fucking time. Because 
it started off like I remember being on Reddit as it happened, uh, you know, because the city just shut fucking down, and you know, I went out and gave blood, and we all did our thing, and the whole city kind of came together. It was, yeah. it was whatever. Um, but when it happened, everyone was like freaking out. Like uh, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" You know, Fox News was like, "Islamic terrorists," and and like uh, Hillary Clinton was like, "We gotta ban AR-15s." Blah 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 blah. And it turned out it wasn't really any of those things. It was yeah, a, a it was a self loathing game. game. I remember being on our LGBT when it the mega thread kind of happened when they like exposed that Omar Martin. Like, no, 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 this is just a self loathing, angry gay guy who's fucking confused yeah. and shitty, and for some reason uh, ascribed himself to ISIS in the brief moments before the fucking uh, robot blew him up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why do you, why do people just like say, was it a robot I, I'm with ISIS? I don't know. I can't oh, remember. I thought there was one shooter. I, it, there were so many shootings around that time that I can't remember. One of them no got caught in, in a, Florida. Yeah. One of them got caught in a parking garage and they blew him up. And then I think Omar. Oh, Mateen, I remember that. Yeah. That's the one I keep thinking of. But now I realize. That one's cool. Omar I mean, Mateen he, death. I think he died at the club. I thought. Did he get away? Yeah. I think he was killed by the cops. He definitely died there or maybe he killed himself who fucking knows with these guys before he was killed in a shootout with local police nope shot to death by police i keep mixing it up i was about to say he was alive but no that was his wife or girlfriend or whatever who was like also charged oh man searching for his name people also search for sung hoi choi steven paddock and adam lanza that is not a (laughs) that is not a it's like when your linkedin is like people also view these people that is not a good group Uh, That's a weird Hall of Fame. Ho Choi was a South Korean spree killer, mass murderer who killed 32 people and wounded 17 others when armed with two semi-automatic pistols at VT. Oh, I I thought I I couldn't remember who that was. My my favorite part of this conversation we're having is that uh, we're like learning it as the audience is. Like we're not really. We don't know this shit. I'm just telling anyone anything. (laughs) We're just Googling shit furiously. You're on the journey with us. Uh, you're like you're like when, how did Omar Martin die? And I'm like when did Pride Month start? Like you know, <laughs> yeah, just, just the Google voice just on the journey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it's weird what people latch onto. Like uh, I'd be sitting in a room with, with people talking about it, and they're like, "You see, they want to ban AR-15s." It's like, "Yep, I do see that." And they're like, "But it wasn't even an AR-15. It was an MCX. It's a short stroke piston gun." I was like, "Whoa." Okay, nerds. Boy. <laughs> Jeez, the the difference is staggering. is that worse than a weeb? I think so. What gun nerds? Yeah, I. I mean, I know you. Are, I know you're both. So. I'm, I'm a fucking. I'm, <laughs> I'm in both those camps. I just need the fedora and the katana, and that's in a fursuit. <laughs> you know, what, it's just <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, that's the. Uh, I'm, I'm on that razor's edge. Uh, you should become one of those Nazi furries. I think I'm the really difference is that is my. <laughs> distinct dislike of those people you know like uh sure. like i love guns i hate other people that love guns <laughs> i love anime i hate everyone who loves anime like i just can't i can't be a part of uh are you saying that you're self-loathing i'm a self-loathing thinking about taking it out I'm, on those groups of people? i'm a self-loathing <laughs> gun nut weave and i'm just gonna one of these days i just they're gonna push me too far if you uh now, we're getting, maybe this is into dark territory. Okay. If you do a shooting. Okay, right? wow. <laughs> do you, okay, so. My, Finish your sentence. About this. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you do a shooting as like a weeb. Sure. Let's say. 
Uh-huh. Do you think that's enough of a fringe group of people that the NRA will start calling for gun control like they did whenever Black Panthers started carrying guns? Uh, if, They're like, if, nope, the weebs want guns. The weebs we got to stop it. I don't know, because, I mean, the incels want guns, and if there's uh, there's no group worse. No, there's not. You know, after, well, uh, who's the famous yeah, one? Elliot Rodgers and shit? Yeah. yeah I, after yeah. him and, but... Uh, I don't. I don't think this is the right time to talk gun control. But I, the incels, especially. Uh, I think that one in Canada got more with a fucking van. So who knows? Uh, there, there's just no stopping incels. Yeah, they got, the they got they, For some reason, they got all this time on their hands and are really angry. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. What their fucking well, problem is. What is it? Jordan Peterson said we should like make com- sex compulsory or something for them. I don't think, George, because, <laughs> I don't think we can put that on Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I think he said something. No like fucking that. way. Do you think sex should be? Well, obviously not. I think. No, obviously. What the <laughs> fuck are you about to ask me? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was going to ask. But it's a stupid question. Uh, that, that was one of the. Well, I don't know. The, the idea of like compulsory sex. We, we, we've talked about incels too much. I think that if here's my here's when I think it should be compulsory. Mm. If incels, sure. If a, if if there's women that want to have sex with them and they still are being incels. Yes, I think they should be forced to have sex with the women that want to have sex with them. Uh-huh. I think we should rape the incels. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, there's just some fat neck beard, all gross, and just like, no one loves me. It's because of Chad's and their their uh, what's that fucking like ortho cancer or something like the the, the the angles of eye shadows and stuff. Like, they're so fucking like I've never met more people more superficial. Ooh. Than uh, incels being like, well, the women won't date me because my wrists are too thin. No one fucking has ever noticed that in the world. I have. The way incels but... treat incels is worse than the way women treat other women. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like do you see your yeah. fucking eyebrows? Deep, like, deep cut. ask a fucking incel, you know, they're going to fucking be like, yeah, have you seen the distance between my thumb and my index finger? No woman will ever love me. It's all those Chad ginormous super thumbs, you know, you're like, oh, fucking. Actually, that's the I ascribe to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, only some spicy only, takes we got it, here. Uh, Pride Month's been inter- this has been an interesting Pride Month. Um, I I hate the corporate bullshit. Do you? I like the rest of it. It's, I'm all about Pride. Let's what do you, What do you think's worse, the uh, corporations ruining Christmas or the corporations ruining Pride Month? I think that we should just have Gay Christmas get it all over with at once, <laughs> right? Like like. Okay, gays can still have, or LGBT community can still have yeah. June. Totally, corporations aren't allowed to participate, but corporations can have gay Christmas. Um. So, so, so the Everyone's corporations happy. can have Christmas, but they they have to stay away from it has Pride to be Month. Gay, no, it, it has to be gay Christmas. Oh, it has to be gay Christmas. Yeah, like uh, they have to have rainbow flags instead of a star on top of the tree. Right. At at their marshals or whatever. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I'm trying to think of other ways you could make Christmas more gay. Have you seen the meme that's like a, it's like a, it's like a uh, gay pride flag by some company, some cell phone company or some bullshit, and it's a guy with his glasses on. He takes his glasses off and it says, "Give us your money, homos." <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is an odd pandering. I mean, I'll be honest, I like it. I don't give a shit. I, I don't know why everyone, I, I I don't know why you specifically as well, are vilifying. I mean, the fact that... Uh, it's because I've, I've lately started having some really hardcore leftist ideals. Uh, okay. And that's, that's who I'm getting this from. Like, I think that uh, if I had to choose between two things, um, companies like uh, going out 
of their way, like Chick-fil-A, you know, their CEO to go out of their way to to fund legislation to ban gay marriage versus Coca-Cola having a, a rainbow flag Coke symbol. I, I'll take the Coca-Cola. Yeah, once preferable. Yeah, you know, I, once I, preferable. I, I don't want to go that. enlightened centrist super dupe, like super did dumbass see, on this shit. But. Did you see that Texas, the, they just signed into law, the save Chick-fil-A law? <laughs> I didn't. I, I think I'm fucking kidding. Yeah. That sounds like a joke. Save Chick-fil-A. Wouldn't that be like the government going out of their way to protect a corporate entity i mean isn't that sort of the opposite of what their existence is for i forget Jeez, that i don't know do you, th- <laughs> do, you th- do, you th- do you think so <laughs> <laughs> oh we should let our religious beliefs decide uh, capitalist propaganda oh yeah you're right uh people shouldn't be able to decide with their money who they support it should be the government stepping in to protect companies based on religious ideals i don't know you know that's just me i don't know well okay so in in texas's kind of defense give it to me it's explain. because san antonio's airport was going to ban chick-fil-a right because of their well we previous... talked about that it's also like yeah, yeah, it's a fucking did. airport and you don't have a you're not open on sundays who the fuck yeah. yeah but but they specifically didn't go after them for that yeah, well, they went after them because of the gay thing which yeah. is like oh i don't know i mean obviously fuck chick-fil-a i yeah, don't care i fucking hate chick-fil-a too but i don't know but it's just weird now that it, it escalated from san antonio airport doing this to now the governor's like, oh, no, you didn't. Well, the House. The governor signed it, but the House. Well, there, there. The Texas Senate. Seems weird. Ugh. We were going to talk about something else, but I don't think we have time now. Well, we really went off on a... That was part of a... It's still in the same vein, but we were talking about YouTube and Twitter. Oh, yeah, banning, banning uh, alt-right. Voices. And it's part of that thing. I mean, I, we don't... Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I guess what I thought of it, and, you know, Twitter and YouTube are going out of their way over after Steven Crowder called uh, some guy, I, I think uh, the quote is, lispy queer. Uh, people were getting all angry at him, and he was like, why? I thought I had freedom of speech. I don't know. I, everyone should, you know, I should be allowed to put my shit wherever the fuck I want, and you just have to listen to it. And they're like, no, like, fucking do whatever the fuck we want. We're a private corporation. I'm like, no, it's freedom of speech. But <laughs> do, you I, what, do you know what I love on that? What? Is that now, uh, so I spent a lot of time just dredging through conservative evangelical Twitter, right for our, for our podcast Twitter of account, course. which which has almost no following. Uh, by the way, thanks a lot, listeners. Um, <laughs> but I see all the time now that the conservatives are trying to make a new social media platform called Parlor. Oh yeah. All right. I haven't actually looked at it, but I'm imagining it. It's a lot like all the other ones. There, there's been like a dozen of them. They're like, oh yeah, you don't like us? We're gonna make our own, and then it, obviously nothing comes of it because. Who would want to be there? <laughs> I think I think I got two points. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like when you're like well, we're just gonna we're gonna make our own fucking uh, social media that's just for conservative views. You already have Fox News, okay? Like we don't need to have yeah. a fucking. But it's the most listened to fucking. Yeah, like like uh, oh, we need a safe space for our fucking viewpoints to be heard without having to listen to liberals. Like okay, but I just think that like I feel like they're just a bunch of angry shitheads who are, like, trying to bully their way into, like, a normal place. Like, Twitter's just a place to get angry about, like, concerts and, like, uh, which video game pissed you off this month, you know? Like, I don't really, you know, and then, like, but we want to go in there and ang- be angry about anti-immigration. You're like, ah, all right. Well, you know, but. I, honestly, on the other hand, though, these fuck weasels are so well-conditioned to just live in a, a bubble like that that it might work. Like, <laughs> that's what they want. They do. I, like, our, our t- we follow a lot. We follow a pretty broad spectrum on our Twitter account. I mean, you, you, you've done some follows on there too, right? Yeah. We have a little bit of everything. So I'll go through our feed and I'll just see like like some super hilarious memes about something that has nothing to do with politics. And then we'll get into this and this and that. And, you know, there's left stuff, right stuff. Because we usually – okay, I'll admit normally we just poke fun at the right side. But 
it's all kind of there. I'm just imagining a lot of these dudes' feeds is pretty heavy-handed. Dan Bongnano or whatever his name is, the fucking... All those assholes. I guess what bothered me is that they were like saying, like, we have to come together and petition because Twitter and YouTube are censoring conservative voices. And it really made me reassess what the fuck they mean by conservative voices. Uh, like, yeah. are you talking about uh, advocating fiscal responsibility? Are you talking about, like, a stronger <laughs> national defense? Because I feel like that's not what you're getting censored for. Like, I don't think you're getting censored for, like, a uh, a more unified, like, oh, like no one's getting censored because they're arguing to take care of veterans, because that's not what's happening. And fiscal conservative is not what's happening. Like, your whole, like, well, I want to say that gays are evil. Okay, then just admit that's what your conservative viewpoint is. That's what you're getting fucking, that's what people are getting pissed off about, you know? Yeah, and, and you know everyone's like, "You got to bring James Woods back." I love him. First off, that guy he's sucks. fucking he's retarded. Yeah, he's a I'm dumb fucking it. shit. I'm gonna drop a hard R. <laughs> uh, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's not funny. He's he is a parrot of the some of the shittiest like MAGA Twitter bullshit on there, and he he says hashtag hang them all nice. because people went. Yeah, and and he's like, what, what? Just because I'm expressing a conservative opinion, I just want to get rid of all the. I just hate Mexicans, Jews, and blacks. What's wrong with my conservative opinion? I don't understand. Just, Let's fucking. I just want them hanging from every light post in my town, <laughs> so that I can drive down the road and stand on the roof of my car while a baby drives it and swing baseball bats that are swinging corpses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what's the yeah, big deal? <laughs> oh, they're censoring conservative viewpoints. It's all about it. we're the party of Reagan, you guys. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck them all to hell. I, don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just was like, they're censoring conservative viewpoints. What's your conservative viewpoint? Uh, I want to murder abortion doctors. Okay, well that's uh, <laughs> I, we don't want you go back to your country. Yeah. <laughs> His voices are so conservative. It's not about, yeah. It's never about fiscal conservative or like uh, maintaining a strong GDP yeah. or whatever. It's never has Ben Shapiro been banned? Yeah, no, because yeah. he's. I mean, he's kind of a prick, but at least he's not calling for violence and not getting banned. Yeah. Look how easy that is. I mean, it's okay to say that Palestine Palestinians love to wallow in their own shit, but when you start talking, <laughs> <laughs> that is actually tame enough. Apparently, <laughs> so so, that, yeah. that makes the cut. But uh, like you, you can call them whatever kind of dirty name you want to. Hmm. Just don't call for their okay, yeah. murder. Yeah, and sure. I think Twitter yeah, will be yeah, okay just, with that. Uh, so, so for any conservatives listening, which surprise, uh, then, then you know, just <laughs> yeah. just let you know. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> uh, you know, please, I just... please don't let that be true. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, happy Pride Month, everybody. and it. And but can we also 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 celebrate that the Krasenstein brothers got banned? Yeah, fuck those guys too. I don't know. Oh, God, There's uh, a we, we we wasted too much time. Let's talk about we, we got we got let's do a whole Pride Month fucking moratorium on this. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll bash the left next week. I guess. I don't know. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I got, I got, I just, they're not the left. They're liberals. I just want every fucking podcast to be an area of grievances and all like allow a, a, a safe space for me to exalt my hate until we eventually get censored. Fuck yeah, brother. All right. Podbean's going to take us down. <laughs> Fuck you, Podbean. <laughs> you won't. Don't support us with ad dollars. <laughs> I don't think that we're in any danger of that. <laughs> All right. What, uh, so if you're just tuning in, the this Bible? is the Revelations podcast. It is. This is a pretty spicy opening we had here. Um, yeah, we're the, we're the podcast that uh, reads the Bible so you don't have to, um, which is, I think... One of the more, like, yeah, you need water, you need food, 
Maslow's hierarchy, I think the next thing down is that you need to know what the Bible's about, but you shouldn't you read it. You need our conservative that. voices preaching the word of God every year. Yes, 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 yes. So we're taking care of you. Um, I'm Grant Voiced. I'm Cole Deluski. And we are kicking off episode 38. That's a that's a shitty number, man. I don't even have a thing for um, it. I think 38 is when your dating options just go right off a fucking cliff. Yeah, because they're like, that's too close to 40. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. There's nothing funny about that. I just That's just an observation I've made in my life. <laughs> Gretchen, if you're listening, you're getting close. <laughs> I, I think I don't know. Uh, that's when you start posting. Where the good? Where all the good men gone? You know, like, <laughs> I'm looking for a real well, man for me and my kids. You just go, oh, oh no, I'm still there. not like the other women. Good luck out there. Uh, <laughs> um, well, we are now in uh, Deuteronomy. We started Deuteronomy on episode 37. We're kicking off this week with chapter five. We only got a measly four chapters done somehow right. because let's face it. Up to this point, Deuteronomy hasn't been anything but a really shitty recap, right? It's been a shitty recap, and it's going to continue to be a shitty recap. And yeah. I read as far as I could before I was like, all right, let's just finish the fucking episode, you know? But um, I know eventually we get out of recap land, I, I, um, I, and there's going to be... I've read far enough to know that I that we're going to segue into some other biz, but... So, so stay Only in touch, barely. audience. We're going to... Yeah. But. This episode is going to suck if you want to skip it. <laughs> I don't think. I why do you always say that? I'm just I kidding. Some, I'm, yeah, kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. You are the worst marketing team we've got. <laughs> like, I'm a professional marketer. Right, great. Um, if anyone uh, is listening that needs a marketer, let me know. Uh, so we. Uh, <laughs> if that didn't convince you, <laughs> let this let me shit on my own product be my resume. <laughs> uh, this is what I do but, for what I. This is what I do for my well, personal use. Imagine hope, what I'll do for you for money. Hopefully their product is better than ours. <laughs> I don't know. We're God hard damn. to beat. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so chapter five. Deuteronomy five. Mine titles it The Ten Commandments Reviewed. Oh, fucking joy. Good. A, a review God, of the Ten Commandments. Best. All right. Before we even get into this, because mm-hmm. I don't want you to get... Don't look at the book. I'm keeping an eye on your eyes. Okay. Don't look at me. <laughs> okay. I mean, my, eyes, my eyes are up here. All right. Give me your. Give me the closest you can to the Ten Commandments. Go. See how many you can get. Uh, how right. many I can remember? Uh, are you yeah. cutting me off? Okay. 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 I'm gonna check you, it off. You look at. I'm gonna, I'm gonna even close my eyes. Um, <laughs> okay. Thou shalt have no gods before me. Uh, remember okay. the Sabbath. Uh, no. What the fuck is it? No carbon bullshit or whatever. I'll give it to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, honor thy mother and father. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not adulter. Fuck, I got three more. Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, thou shalt not take the Lord of your name in vain, but I have to cheat for that one. Uh, seven's not bad. You got seven, right? Uh, and then also, don't get, don't lie and don't covet. Oh, fuck. So, Those are easy ones, too. I, yeah. So I don't want to I, – I hate to be – those are the three things you're the worst at. You know? You're always carving <laughs> you're always bullshit. Yeah. You're always carving bullshit, lying to me about when you're going to be online to play video games – and coveting my huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. So uh, so anyway, there's the Ten Commandments. You heard it here first or second, I guess. I don't know. Or hopefully first. Maybe only. Uh, but basically God's like, uh, Moses comes down and he's like, hey, guys, remember that time? And continuing with the theme from the last episode, 
uh, Moses is just recapping. He's just like, hey, guys, remember how in, like, Mount Horab I told you the fucking Ten Commandments and the mountain was on fire and I came down and was like, hey, guys, here's the rules. Uh, don't you fuck up. These are like... Did you see... Go ahead. Did you see the discrepancy here? Give it to me. What did you notice? I didn't, I didn't see shit. So, so the opening paragraph seems benign. Right. But here's the thing. Everything we've read in Deuteronomy so far has seemed benign. Mm-hmm. I've had to flip back, and I flipped back. I spent almost this entire reading time, mm-hmm. which it took me forever to read, because so I kept going back and comparing it to what happened originally. And there's a lot of discrepancies throughout this whole episode, I think you'll find. So it says here, beginning of Deuteronomy chapter 5, it says, The Lord spoke to uh, to you face to face out of the fire of the mountain. And then in parentheses it says, At that time I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord, because you were afraid of the fire. Okay, that's complete horseshit. Mm-hmm. You go back to Exodus chapter 19, when this originally happened at Mount Sinai. So basically, God says, hey, I'm coming down to the mountain. Just you come up. Some elders come like halfway up. Tell everyone else to stay the fuck off the mountain. If they touch the mountain, they will die where they fucking stand. I will I will eviscerate them, presumably like pull their spinal columns out and beat their kids to death with it. Right. Like he goes on and on about how he will destroy anyone that touches the mountain or even comes close. Now, eventually, the people did start to freak out about the whole mountain stuff. But that was only after God had sworn to kill anyone who got close. So it's not like the people were thinking that. Like, God came out and scared them first. Well, if we remember from Exodus, there was also, like, two different instances where he goes up before the third time. And True, true. And if we recall, the elders journey up and actually do meet God. So it's kind of a weird, like, hey, you don't remember this part, right? Because if you recall, they go up to God, and they're like, hey, there's fucking God. And God's like, hey, guys, what's up? And they notice that underneath his feet is, like, a giant sapphire slab, which is cool, I guess. I don't know the fucking significance of it, but you know what I mean? It's red. It's probably redstone. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, they're like, ooh, I got to mind the fuck out of that. But the point is, is that, yeah, a bunch of elders meet God the first time, and then they're hanging out and stuff. But they just it seems like they told the story three times, and each time they remember different things. So the fact that he's, like, nailing it down, like, no, I definitely saved you guys from God's wrath, and the mountain was on fire and shit, like, oh. Maybe in one of the th- maybe in one of the three times before you got your story fucking straight, you know. Yeah, this this book is is going well beyond gaslighting, and I don't know what that is. Like, I'm assuming gaslighting came from it was not like a job for people in like old London town. So now they're Are like, you, do you really God's not ch- know the story of gaslighting? So so God's like chimney sweeping them now. Right. <laughs> I don't know, okay. Whatever's worse. <laughs> What's gaslighting? I don't know. You don't know? Uh, okay, let me no. explain gaslight um, for the audience. I know well. what it. I know it's used in, in a... Like, there was an uh, old fucking play, I spies. think, or a movie. Uh, even I don't really know. But the point was is that the guy was, like, mining in the fucking, like, uh, basement or attic for, like, some inheritance. And as he was working, the gaslights would flicker. And his wife was like, did you notice the gaslights flicker? He's like, no, they're fine. You're fucking crazy. You know, <laughs> like, as a way of, like, uh, retelling the story to make people question their own memories and shit. It's fucking great. Huh. So if you can ever find a way to do it to your girlfriend or wife, it's a great way to gradually erode their sense of security and self-esteem and sanity. Okay, that that does make sense. But my personal canon, and Podience, you're welcome to join me in this, is that the next stage beyond gaslighting, if it's even worse like this, is chimney sweeping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, put it on Urban Dictionary. Uh, Yeah, you're all welcome. (laughs) The point is he's gone deep in the cut with this shit. Um, 
the next bit is the people being is is Moses basically being like, and also if you guys recall, you guys were terrified of God, and basically you were so sh- shitting yourselves over the idea of God talking to you that you all just anointed me to be like some de facto Wizard of Oz character, you know, like I'm gonna fucking be, a, you know, I'll, I'll I'll talk to God and then I'll tell him what he told you, you know. Of course, which is yeah, setting up for the ultimate uh, play. The ultimate cult. Yeah, yeah. Situation. Like, let's just assume that I'm the only one that talks to God, and therefore I'm the most important, and you have to do everything I say. Does that seem like a fair deal for everybody? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> like that shit? And so, at that point, obviously, uh, Moses reads everyone the Ten Commandments again. Which is important. We hadn't done that enough times. Great. Oof. Like, these people haven't had that literally fucking scalded onto their brains. They don't seem to um, maintain it very well, but... No. I mean, they kind of do, though. Put it out in front of a courthouse if you expect people to remember it. <laughs> right next to a statue of Satan. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then... then did you, Okay, what did you think of this next section where he kind of goes off? Uh, right? So right after he talks uh, about the What verse minutes, are you talking about? So I'm talking starting about like at 23. Um, he goes off in this whole thing about how glorious God is. Um, um, well, it definitely is important, I think, to the Bible because, and we're going to get to this later, as God starts to sort of make his case, you know, like he's, I feel like it's yeah. like when uh, the U.S. was building their case for war against Iraq. You know, there was sort of this full court press of like, oh, Saddam Hussein's so bad, and here's Powell with his fucking little bit like, this could be anthrax, you fuckers, you know? And there was all these little things coming together to try to convince America, like, we got to go to a war with those sand people, you know? Um, That the whole, there's a lot of these things that they're using as sort of evidence of why we have to agree with God. One of them is him pulling them out of Egypt. Uh, One of them is the curses and uh, bullshit. That he did to the Egyptians. And one of them is the fact that he turned a whole mountain of fire and they all witnessed it, you know? Yeah. And we'll um, get but, to more as we go on, but these are these are sort of important things of like, hey, this is why I'm so fucking good and this is why you need to worship me. Yeah, and we're going to get a lot more of that throughout this episode, in fact, about how cool God is. He's cool God, he's cool right? God, yeah. He's He's like, he's the cool dad. Like, yeah, I beat you up? Sure, but I let you drink tequila. He's the, he's that like, badass with a heart of gold. He's mostly badass. He mostly rides around a motorcycle and beats his wife, but he also sometimes, <laughs> I don't know, volunteers? I don't know. <laughs> like, That's worth it. Like, yeah. Um, so what I thought was really weird about this section was in verse 26, uh, Deuteronomy 5.26, Moses says, For what mortal has ever heard the voice of the living God speaking out of fire as we have and survived. Like who has actually heard the literal verse of God and survived? Like that's impossible. So I made a list. Okay. It's Abraham. Sure. Eve. Or sorry, Adam, Eve, Noah, Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, and Balaam at least. Uh, definitely Balaam, which they put to the sword. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Whom they killed. Uh, so that's one person who heard the voice of God and didn't live. Uh, the one that they yeah, murdered. So, uh, so the Bible has already mentioned half a dozen people. So it's kind of like, well, you know, yeah. you're not that special. Yeah, there's been a couple others, you know. Um, but whatever. God, God talks to people all the time, as far as the Bible is concerned, is my point. Because if you think about all the people I just listed, that's pretty much a list of everyone we've talked about so far. <laughs> like, 
There's more characters in the Bible that have heard him than haven't. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't he even talk to Pharaoh, I feel like? Well, he he got in Pharaoh's head. He got in Pharaoh's this, head, so that but counts. I don't think he heard his voice. And there were... Uh, that's about it. Uh, most of the other people he dealt with with angels as well. Sure. I, um, you'll like notice that the such. person I... Very noticeable character I skipped was Isaac, who was a total piece of shit, and I don't know why he's in the Bible. <laughs> Does Isaac ever talk to God? He must. No. Remember? No. All Isaac did was he was on the altar. He almost got killed, but then the angel was like, stop. And then he did his and then shit he was like he tried to sell his wife. And then he went and found Rebecca, and then he married her, had Jacob and Esau, tried to sell Rebecca. That's like the gist of it. Yeah, that's Isaac to a T. We're going to come back to story. that. Uh, uh, l- l- let's put a pin on that because I want to come back to sort of the ancestors because it, it, it becomes a point later. But I think the end of five is the rest of it is just sort of them establishing Moses as the lawbringer. Well, it, it, it wraps up with basically just more gaslighting. And this whole little cherry on top with the last couple verses where all he's saying is so – Lesson learned, right, guys? We learned our lesson from the last time. We learned our lesson from uh, being afraid of God and me having to go up and do all the work. Let's and look, look how wonderful He is. So let's just walk in obedience and all the Lord says to you, and everything's going to be great. You're going to get all the land that I promised you. Yeah, I mean, as long the final note is, I'm Moses, the lawbringer, and just so you're clear, you will come. The the commandments are here for you to do God's will and do whatever the fuck he tells you. And as long as you do that, you're going to be okay. Um, something I thought was interesting is that my Bible kind of mentions uh, and kind of delves in this a little bit that, uh, and I'm not quite sure what it means, but I thought I'd bring it up, was that the Ten Commandments uh, and all these laws and all these statutes and all this, these are not for redemption. These are not ways out. These are... A benefit like the way the Bible describes it is like and if you're good if you eat all your veggies and get straight A's you'll be allowed to follow the Ten Commandments you know like these are not punishments or even really rules they're just sort of God's in a sense God's grace and mercy that he's providing these rules on how to live and that by uh, engaging in this covenant with God you are better for it so you know here's your fucking rules you're welcome Aren't you lucky to have them? Yeah. That's what's kind of interesting about that, though, is that having these rules is a benefit, I think, to a people. I mean, I would think. Yeah. I mean, like they stole this shit wholesale. Right. Right. From other people. So obviously the whole thing about God giving it to them. It's more like, hey, isn't it great that we, you know, copy pasted this from, you know, Hammurabi and from uh, Hittite codes like. This is pretty dope that we have these rules. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, for instance, I used to live in a shitty fucking neighborhood in um, Orlando, and then I moved. Um, and where I live now, no one's tried to break in and fuck me. So uh, I can be admit yes. that, like, you know, like I'd be like, boy, that lawlessness we lived in, it's so nice that we can uh, live without fear, you know? Or it would be so nice if we lived in a society where people didn't steal, lie, cheat, murder, and uh, try to fuck my oxen or whatever, you know? Basically, do fun shit. Yeah. Is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you mean nothing fun? Uh, but you know, so I, I can understand that uh, the benefit of having rules and legislations for a society, especially at this time, is pretty fucking dope. You know, but uh, yeah, at at, at, at at quite the cost. But I think that's the life we live now. You know, it's like, hey, don't murder or steal. Like, okay, or we'll fucking hang you. And I'm like, oh shit, like, all right, <laughs> high risk, high reward. <laughs> 
Well, hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. Um, that's chapter five, right? Deuteronomy six. Deuteronomy six. I'm gonna say no notes for this one. It sucks. Oh really? Mine. Uh, I've got some notes. I couldn't. Uh, I have a lot for seven and nine. All right, then let me. As I go into it, we'll see how you feel. But so okay. my Bible, you tell me what you think. My, fuck you. My Bible calls this. No, I meant that wasn't even. Wow, you're so you're so cynical. I'm hurt that you thought I was being mean to you. You always are. I don't, what am I supposed to do? I'm a beat dog. I'm like these Jews. Uh, so <laughs> Deuteronomy six, the greatest commandment. Now this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgment which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess. Um, so. Something I thought, so basically it's just like, hey guys, here are your laws, here's your commandments, it's all for you to believe. It's the same old bullshit. Uh, yeah, I got it. Follow your rules. Here's what you do. Here's, you know, you're, you're going to want to tell your kids about it. Great. Um, but uh, it's kind of a, and it, uh, Deuteronomy 6.3 is basically uh, God being like, okay, if you follow these rules, I'm going to give you the land that God has promised, uh, that I'm promising you, uh, a land flowing with milk and honey. As long as you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strengths, and uh, these words that I command you shall be in your heart. So it's just more like, I I think the important thing and really what this hammers out is that the Ten Commandments are one half of the contract and are essentially the payment and the good that they are paying for by following these rules and loving God is to be able to live in Canaan. I guess. I see the entirety of chapter 6 as like an addendum under the first commandment. Like, no other gods before you. Here's, by the way, what this entails. Mm-hmm. And it's just a list of... It's so many, It's so much just drivel, this whole chapter. I mean, every, uh, every little paragraph starts off kind of the same. Like, all right, here, here. This is the Lord. He's the only one. You got to love him. Uh, when God brings you into the land, He swore like you got to you got to love Him. You got to you got to be happy. It's going to be flourishing, and there's going to be so much nice stuff for you. And see, I feel like, like six also has more of a, like for instance, uh, has more rules that are to be more directly followed. Maybe so it's more like like there's laws to live by, and then there's like oh by the way you got to do this shit too. Like this is this is part of it. Uh, Deuteronomy six seven. You shall teach your children diligently. And shall talk of the uh, talk of God when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. Um, and you shall take the word of God and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So I, to me, I guess it's important in the sense that if the tabernacle is fucking important, then it's also important that. You know, you have to, it's a more of a direct commandment. Now you got to pray, you know, during the day. You always got to be thinking about this shit. This is the center of your fucking life. Um, and it also uh, is sort of the first mention of phylacteries. It's also an almost uh, word-for-word reproduction of, uh, like, the middle of Exodus when they talk about what you tell your kids, you know? Right. Um, it's, it, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's... I don't know. It feels like platitudes to me. I see what you're saying. I think every holy man can agree you need to get them when they're young. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> They've been they mastered that a long time ago. <laughs> you know. Um. Did, do you have anything else in six? Uh, I mean, let's I, see what like else. Said, what I else? Said, what do I, I got? In my fucking notes here. 
Um, He's just talking about how good it was that he saved you from Egypt. I guess. I, I, I guess coming. It was so hard for me to read. this I book. guess something I also find interesting is that God basically. There's going to be two instances where God explains why he's doing all this shit. Um, and I'll give you one good reason of why he's not doing it, okay? Uh, the first reason why he's bringing these people out of Egypt and bringing them to Canaan and helping them murder all these fucking people is because he swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that he would do this shit. Again, the uh, stepdad after your mom died situation. Yeah, but my point is, is that these guys suck. Like, I, 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 I think about it, and I kind of go back to, like, what did Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob even do? Are they just followers of God? Is that all that fucking matters? Yeah. Is that- <laughs> I guess. I think- like, none of them ever did anything. I mean, the, the most accomplished of Abraham and Isaac. I mean, Abraham fought a war to free his... Don't, nephew don't you remember all of Genesis us just being like wow these guys suck. yeah I know but it's basically it, always it, said. it's like him being like you know uh, it's because your dad was so it's because your great great grandfather was so fucking great that I'm doing all this and like well what was he so great about he was an assistant manager at KFC for 20 years like oh okay thank you I guess you know like, all right, great. it, it yeah. wasn't it, I mean uh, they uh, Abraham won one half of a war basically and uh, the rest were just shepherds I, I don't <laughs> The only time he ever messed up that job as a KFC manager was every time a pharaoh came in, he tried to give him all the food. Yeah, it was like, yeah, whatever, man. And his wife. Just let me. <laughs> and his please, wife. please spare me. Um, you fuck my wife? It just kind of, uh, it just kind of seems more and more like, uh, like, a, like a dick to his people. Like, I, I don't think God loves the Jews. I know we keep coming back to that, but and I know we're definitely when we start to get to like um, Deuteronomy eight, I think it's going to become way clear how he feels about the Jews. Yeah. But I think nine, but yes, you're right. Eight or nine. Pretty soon. But, um, and then they're basically like, yeah, I'm only, it's kind of like, um, God, I want to think, do you know the movie Dutch? Have you ever seen Dutch? Yes. I, I, I know of it. It's, uh, about the, the stepdad. The stepdad right? that goes to pick up the shitty fucking kid and has to take him across the country to his mother. That's exactly what yeah, I realized. Yeah. Like, Cause he's like, he's like, you know, I don't even fucking like you, but because I you know, want to you... fuck your mom, I'm going to drag you across the country despite you being such a piece of shit. You know, you did the Dutch metaphor like three weeks ago. <laughs> did I? I don't even remember. Yeah. Sorry, but buddy. whatever. You, you get it, right? Like, he's just like, uh, he's just like, all right, you know, I, I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob I would bring you to Canaan, even though you guys are bags of shit. Uh, and he specifically says, like, uh, Deuteronomy 6.16, you shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa, uh, which who even remembers which plague that was? But, uh, you know. It's, it's funny because everything that we're talking about right now is going to be completely contradicted at the beginning of chapter nine. Uh, really? like, this is all a moot. Yeah, he's it's all. Moot. He's like, I'm bringing you to Canaan. You remember the time you fucked up and the time I got angry at you and I had to slap you a couple times. Now you're going to sit there and you're going to do your fucking homework and you're not going to make a fucking sound. Yeah. Can we please stop reading chapter six now? Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? Uh, Just say no. <laughs> Just say no. I guess I don't know. Uh, I hate it. It's my least favorite chapter. I so guess far the, the other thing Bible. I would say is, and these these are just all part of it, is that he's hyping up Canaan. But the other thing is uh, Deuteronomy six fifteen, God talking about how jealous he is and how if they even look at another guy, he's gonna get fucking angry at them and shit and burn him to death. I mean, yeah, it's all old. We news. can drop Deuteronomy six just because completely. 
it's all just a recap of what an asshole God is. But we, I feel like that's we and, talk about that. Plenty. And almost all of the the verbiage is the same too. Yeah. Like it's almost all the same. It's all the word same for shit. Do what I say. I don't even like you. If you fuck up, I'll kill you. I just fucking hate you guys. You, I'm giving you way more than you deserve, and I hate you. So, you're welcome. Yeah, I just want to get out. All right, Deuteronomy chapter seven. Things get a little more, a little bit more fun. I have, a, I have a few things that I picked up from this that were kind of interesting. What is your at least. Bible title, chapter seven? Driving out the nations, huh? Which is, which is also Trump's uh, domestic policy plan. Exactly. They need to learn English. But anyway, uh, Deuteronomy seven. Mine titles it a chosen people, which is fun. Uh, it's kind of like the opposite side of what mine titles yeah. it. That's, that is. Um, cool. So let's sum up. Oh, I just want to kind of do Deuteronomy 7 1. Uh, when the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you, um, when your the God delivers you, you shall utterly destroy them, you shall make no covenants with them, nor show any mercy to them. So there's only one of those people groups that I really want to point out. Now, they've listed this exact same group of peoples uh, since Genesis. Mm-hmm. The Hittites, though, uh, some of my research during this chapter, because I was listening to Google, and the big points of what I'm going to talk about right now, I'm going to save for later on okay. in Deuteronomy. But the Hittites are important, and I think it's interesting that they're listed first. Hmm. The Hittites are the ones whose suzerain contracts, right? Like the 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 when the Hittites set up their their rules for their like vassal states, okay, they had these are written. We have copies of these things mm-hmm. from fucking way before this was written. It's the exact same shit as the covenant that God has with the Israelites, and and chapter I don't want to say which chapter because it's going to be a spoiler alert. Okay. But later on in this book, we're going to get to some heavy shit that is almost in a mirror image. Of of the way that the Hittites set up um, their contracts with with vassals, right? Huh. With countries that were like tributary to them. So it'd be so interesting that the Jews are kind of uh, singling out the Hittites, you know? Yeah, because now they are above them. Now the Hittites have come and gone. It's now they are getting to kind of be dicks to the Hittites. It's time to like really, you know, turn the screws. It's like when bit. you're cheating on a girl. And you're worried she's going to tell your friends, so you go out of your way to discredit them and you know and credit her you know preemptively, you know. Sure, sure, you sure. Know? And then you're like um, you're like and you're like uh, working on like a YouTube channel where you do bullshit gaming, you know. It's funny because just a few verses down, they do more of exactly that, but in a totally different way. <laughs> so they talk about you can't um, marry right the, them as well. Yeah, you can't you can't intermarry. They're like, hey, don't don't fuck with any of these guys, right? Don't send your daughters to them. Don't take their daughters. When you come into their towns, break everything, smash their altars, destroy their their uh, sacred stones. And then it says specifically, cut down their Ashara poles. Now you have the King James version. It says something else, um, right? It says, it mine says, says break uh, down their sacred pillars, cut down their wooden images, and burn their carved images with fire. You didn't get all the way through verse five. That's five. So, in, in the in the New International Version, it says there are Ashara poles. In the King James Version, it says something about groves. But what they're talking about specifically is this Canaanite, ancient, ancient Canaanite goddess named Ashara. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of opinions I have about this, mm-hmm. uh, just based on some 
about 15 minutes of Googling, which is all you really need to do right. if you're going to become an expert. If, you are, if you're going to host a podcast, yeah. Thank you. So, well, here's the thing. No one fucking agrees on what it means. Obviously, Christians are like, yeah, she's a fucking, uh, it's the name of like some horrible deity of this, like these pagan religions. Ajara is probably like the, I guess you could say bride, the queen of El, of these older Canaanite gods. Um, She would have been a very powerful feminine figure. Now, when you take this, when you take that they call her out specifically, destroying her her groves when they talk about making sure eve is the person that caused man to fall and leave the garden of eden Mm -hmm. i see this as pretty patriarchal uh it is interesting if you if you take away the idea of god be like the divinity of this book which i think we do obviously uh and you try to sort of mark it as sort of the evolution of a story from multiple people who all worship roughly the same God and are going to have their own little nuances on what that God is to them. Yeah. Then I think it would make sense that as one group of people is starting to isolate themselves and try to elevate themselves and dominate the other ones, they might try to shit on the things that make them different. And if there's one religion that's one one group of people that's like, and by the way, God has a wife. They're like, fuck you, you know, like we don't we don't fucking we will stomp out your ideology to its root. Um, no, but they used to believe this. Yeah, but I mean, this I think that's kind of like the uh, I think it's kind of like the Protestants fighting the Catholics, you know, <laughs> like like you guys can be from the same root, but it doesn't mean you're not gonna fucking cut each other's heads off, you know. I think that at some point we shifted. Right, this group of people, at least at this point, shifted from like uh, kind of seeing. You know, there's a lot of uh, ancient religions see women as sort of a uh, motherly, godly uh, deity, really. Right? You have the Mother Earth, Gaia, whatever you want to call it, and they shifted to where like, no, well, we kind of like being in control and not having these like priestesses or whatever oversee things it's nice just to use women as set for sex objects we're bigger we're stronger we can do it i think this is part of them reinforcing that women are just property because there's so many laws that we've seen that treat women as property books i wonder if it's like i wonder if it maybe that's it like don't matter they're trying to stomp on stomp out feminism and part of that is removing sort of any texts or relationship of a wife to god yeah, that's my pet theory, and and there's other people that think that I didn't come up with it. It's just the one that I like the most from. Uh, I guess if you're trying to espouse, I mean, it would, it wouldn't be that far of a stretch to imagine God having a partner and a wife. I mean, that's sort of what God tells us to do. I mean, yeah, right. Aren't the conservatives always talking about how natural that yeah, is? Yeah. So it seems weird that God is alone and only and doesn't have anyone sucking him off, you know, but. Hmm. <laughs> whatever it is women are good yeah, for. That's fine. <laughs> a good old reach around for God. But uh, I could see them Wait as sick. they're trying to stamp out <laughs> as they're trying to stamp out feminism, they might be like, and let's also get rid of this whole God has an equal character because that's not how we want to do things either, you know. Yeah, yeah. We have to downtrod. Uh, women, women can't which, even you know, be, and also look, women can't be priests, so how can there be one that's a, a woman god, you know? Look at what happened to Miriam. Just saying, there's a lot of this. We are not friends of women. Um, The other thing I like is my favorite. This is my favorite part of Deuteronomy thus far is Deuteronomy 7-7. It really, again, kind of hammers home, like, why God is doing this. 
The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any of the other people, for you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you, and because he would keep the oath in which he swore to your fathers, uh, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand from Egypt, blah, 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 blah. But... And again, this is totally going to change. In right, right, right. But, but sure. I love this. It's like, he's like, by the way, God didn't choose you because you were so powerful because, let's face it, you guys are weak fucking sauce. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, it's like, it's like when your girlfriend's like, uh, like your girlfriend's, it's like, your girlfriend's like, hey, don't worry if I go and talk to cute guys. Obviously, I don't care about looks. I wouldn't be with you otherwise. You're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that. You know, like, oh, oh, so sweet that you uh, tell me that. You know, obviously, I don't like big cock. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Uh, this has been great. This has been great. <laughs> oh, man. I'm completely fine with Oh, God. Know, this is a things. fucked up story. But I, uh, I knew this girl once who was talking about her boyfriend, like in a group setting. And was like, yeah, Uh-oh. you know, he was like, he was talking, he was like, he was like, he's really insecure because he has a small penis. And I was Uh-oh. like, baby, I've got a shallow vagina. I, your small penis is perfect for me. And I was like, boy, he must have loved that. <laughs> I bet he loved it even more. <laughs> you telling us. <laughs> Roll time. <laughs> I hope you were standing there crying. Yeah, I was just like, God damn, I don't think you get it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I love your toddler penis. <laughs> oh, baby, don't worry. Your fucking pinky dick is great for me. I was like, boy, nothing turns a man on more than that. <laughs> Tell me you like my small penis. Anyway, where are we? Deuteronomy 7. <laughs> oh, man. Seven, eight. No, yeah, I think yeah, we made it all the way down. Never. And then you guys, you guys got to do what I tell you. Fucking great. Um, yeah. I think uh, for some reason I have Deuteronomy 710 here. Oh, let's see what it says. Uh, oh, okay. So I guess it's part of Deuteronomy 7, 9 and stuff. But uh, just uh, reiterating that like God's like a double-edged sword. Like, hey, if you're faithful, if you keep my commandments, I will shower you with love and mercy and all that. But Deuteronomy 710. And he repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. It's just like the ultimate, just like, by the way, don't worry. If you fuck with God, he ain't no trifling bitch. He'll fuck you up. He'll come right to your house. Yeah, God is to ancient peoples that aren't Israelites what Karen is to the store manager. (laughs) Great. Uh, uh, And let's just blow through a 714. If you follow my commandments, uh, you'll have plenty of kids. There'll be no barren among the Jews, you know? No one cares. Uh, Seven. He goes off on a whole thing. And it's not just that he's like, here's all the good things that can happen to you. But it's also, um, I'm never going to let you be eliminated, right? I'm going to, I'm going to keep things. I'm going to make all the animals around you multiply. Like, uh, the whole thing is no one is going to stand against you. I'm going to crush everyone that comes at you. If you are an Israelite at this point and you think about the shit that they have seen happen to their parents, <laughs> how the fuck could you be afraid of any humans? Like, you saw Fiery you saw God do so much shitty things to you and your family. Well, you just got to be like, well, well uh, I mean, yeah, throw me at the enemy. Let me get fucking taken down by a sword. I'd love that. <laughs> uh, all these plagues got to be... Well, I think it's it's carrot and stick. You know, I think it's like saying, like, uh, like how could I trust the U.S. government? They locked my dad up for murder. Be like, well, 
Yeah, but he's a fucking murderer. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah, there's gonna be there's pros and cons. You got you got street signs and public education, and we also put away murderers. There's gonna be pros and cons, you know. You don't get to just do what you want. Yeah. Except the carrot and the stick are both God's dick, and he's spit roasting you with the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deuteronomy seven fifteen, uh, and the Lord will take away from you all sickness, and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt, which you have known but will lay them on all those who hate you. I find this to be an especially weird one when we had entire uh, chapters dedicated to what uh, you have to do when God gives you leprosy. Like, yeah. So, but I also kind of, it's also kind of in that Christian scientist kind of vein where God's really saying like, by the way, if you're a good boy, you'll never be sick. But that's a fucking, that's a check. You're not fucking cashing God. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're promising yeah, me totally we'll lie. never get sick? Yep. That's a campaign promise you're not fucking keeping. I'm going to hold you to that one. No more sickness? It, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but then he, he talks about how, oh, yeah, if you have a discharge. Now, maybe he just means if you have a discharge because I gave it to you. I guess. I don't, because you fucked up. I mean, but that's to, to me, if I lived in a society, I can't imagine a worse society to live in where, like, hey, did you hear uh, Jeremy got uh, has a cough? I'm like... <sighs> He's probably an adulterer. We should stone him. Like, the only reason he'd be sick <laughs> is if he sinned against God, you guys, and we don't fucking put up with that shit, right? He probably was working on the Sabbath. Get the rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start start chucking. It's, um, it's definitely... It's definitely a little bit of a, of a thing that I didn't pick up on, that why is he going into so much, you know, in-depth on, on, on the, uh, the sickness stuff? Because he makes it seem so innocent at that point, right? Like there's no implication of. Oh, okay. Actually, here's the point. Here's the thing. If you get sick, you have to spend all this time getting clean. Is it because your sickness was brought on by sin that you're cleansing yourself from? Hmm. I don't know. That could be it. Um. I mean, that's reaching. <laughs> that's some hardcore apologetics, but I don't know. Uh. And then I guess the rest of Deuteronomy seven is just more like, hey, when you meet the enemies of God, uh, these Canaanites, Prisites, all these other fuckers, uh, you're going to absolutely destroy them. You'll be a hornet among them. No more mercy. You know, this is Cobra Kai moving across the (laughs) desert. Uh, The one thing I thought was interesting, and it just kind of, um, like, do not be afraid of these people. I'll destroy them, blah, blah, blah. You'll see my, you saw my signs and wonders. I'm going to fucking do them like I did to you. (laughs) You know, you you saw how bad I beat you. Now imagine what I'm going to do to people I don't even like. I'm like, oh yeah, that'll be, that'll be pretty bad. (laughs) But um, uh, Deuteronomy 7.22, and the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. You will be unable to destroy them all at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. That's fucking weird. It's really dark. Like, are you saying that if we went in there all at once and killed all of them, that the sheep would just get too much and we wouldn't be able to handle all the oxen? Like, we got to kill them piecemeal so that we can... It's like like saying... It's it's like if Hitler said, hey, guys, don't kill too many Jews. We got to take all their gold, melt it down. (laughs) We only have one furnace to melt down the gold. Like, we only have so many bureaucrats that can handle all these oxen, so we can't just kill them all at once. We got to work through it. It's fucking sick, dude. It's putting, it's it's saying, hey, they're dead men. 
but let's let them let's prolong them just for a while so we have time to like take in their sheet. Yeah, it's uh, it's we're definitely bizarre. gonna kill them all, but we're gonna do it little by little because we want to be able to accurately uh, uh, assimilate their condos and uh, and uh, you know yeah, food and dude. shit. Heavy, no, absolutely not a not a speck of thought for human life here. Can I point that out? They are the the, the these Canaanites uh, and the people in Israel are chattel. They are to be butchered. Um, they're worse than chattel because at least God cares about the chattel. He's like, <laughs> we got to make sure we can take care of these sheep, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're gonna burn all the shit. But I think it kind of comes down to that God is a really nasty bitch. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we picked that up for <laughs> but quite a while ago. As you finish Deuteronomy 7, uh, he will deliver their kings to your hands and you will destroy them utterly and wreck all their shit. You shall burn their carven images with fire. You shall not cover the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, for I am a jealous God and their fucking shit's an abomination and fuck them to hell. It, yeah, it really feels like God is sitting over there and he sees like some people dating some other chick that he thinks is like competition like they're hotter than and he's like we're gonna go over there we're gonna kill every last one of them their main sin is they worship the wrong gods they're just different they're wrong and it doesn't mention it's odd that it doesn't mention any other sin because i know earlier it kind of talks about how like the canaanites like to fuck their own sisters or whatever but and they're evil and they're sinning but really it seems he's more like it seems like that's just sort of like yeah you know he's a bad guy and you know he 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 never takes his kid out but like what's the real issue he's also remarrying like oh okay that's what the that's what this is really about you're just a jealous bitch you're just a jealous bitch you're making you're trying to like pick out other things so we'll turn against him too but the reality is you're just jealous yeah that that's the gist of it it's not a uh, it's not pretty i don't i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> uh Deuteronomy 8? Yeah, please. This is another one I took no notes for. Because, again, it's the same bullshit. Um, it's, my, my, my Bible calls it the chapter, Do Not Forget the Lord. <laughs> I fucking couldn't even remember the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've got some notes, so let me tell you what I picked up from it. All right, what do you, what do you have? I'll, I'll, I'll play so off So the thing, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Deuteronomy 8, remember the Lord your God, um, Every com- eight one. Every commandment which I command to you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. And it's going to keep on going. Like make sure you remember and that you humble it. And that I, you know, um, and the, t- the the reason why it's important is that eight two basically states, and you shall remember the Lord your God who led you these forty years in the wilderness to humble you and test you. And to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So it's just like, by the way, that 40 years of suffering in the desert, that was just a test, babe. That's what I like to do. I like to, I like to play fucking games. I like to play mind games. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It really, it really do be like that, though. Like, I don't uh, know. Deuteronomy 8.3. There's 8-3. so many. Uh, you, there's, go for it. Well, there's, there's, just, there's just so many different reasons that were given for their suffering. Like... This whole time, I'm pretty sure that the reason they were in the desert for 40 years was because they fucked up. Uh, and now it's like, well, it was a test. Uh, I mean, I guess because it's a new generation and he wanted to make sure that, like, they would be loyal. But he fucking knows if they're going to be loyal or not. Uh, Deuteronomy you know, like, 8.3. The... So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. 
Which basically means he's like, yeah, I strung you along. I kept you near death. I made you understand that you will suffer for me so that you could understand suffering and understand gratitude towards me. And you guys are still some pieces of shit. I wouldn't treat yeah, a dog also, the way that God treats the Jews. It's also a Jesus shout out, by the way. Is it? So, yeah. Well, he, I that's mean, what he says to the devil. Because the devil comes to, the, Satan comes to Jesus in the desert and is like, oh, you're so hungry. Have some bread. And he says, man does not live on bread alone. And stuff. Oh, He's referencing That's this. cute. Yeah. Um, it is sort of. But it, my Bible describes it as such. God is long-suffering, never ceasing to try to bring his children into an obedient dependence upon him by Jesus. reminding them of the dangers and difficulties to which they have been exposed from which he had delivered them. So it's definitely like when you have a kid who's a rebellious shit and you're just like, well, what if I lock you in the basement and feed you only milk? You know, won't you understand your dependence upon me? Won't you like when you're complaining that you don't get enough uh, high speed Internet? What if I take away light? Like, would that make you uh, understand your fucking place? And and the, it just gets worse and worse because then later on in the chapter, he's talking about, hey, if you're getting to eat good things, praise God. But if you're not getting to eat them and you don't praise me for a second, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like the dichotomy is horrible. Like, uh, uh, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it's a, it's it. fun shit. Um, but this whole this whole chapter is just that way. It's more of just a complete. It's it's totally twisting. What almost made sense, right? Leviticus numbers were rough, but they almost made sense. And that as brutal as God was, he set things up. And now he's trying to play it all like it was some act of benevolence to them. Yeah, like and uh, it's like crafting all this shit into like. You see, guys, this whole time you could have just you could just played played right with it, you know. Like you know that time you were living without food that was to build character, you know. Like all right, thank you for that. Uh, but but they're like, we didn't live without food. You killed all those people, you asshole. <laughs> you, like, it's not even you put us in the desert where we had no access to food, and then made us give all our food to Ugh. you in sacrifice. Uh, so it's a fun what time. What else do you have in eight? Uh, I don't even want to look at I it. I know I'm missing something here. There was a fucking thing I wanted to talk about, and now I can't remember. Uh, maybe it's coming up. But um, Yeah, I'm missing all the time that we've spent talking about eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's like hyping, you know, more more hype. I don't know if it really matters, but he's like, by the way, this is the land of wheat and barley of figs. Like, I made you really suffer because I'm going to give you something great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, the that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes. He, uh, he gave you venomous snakes. <laughs> they were amongst you. Yeah, it, uh, it's fun, um, but just that it, it really. It seems like God is. It describes him as long suffering. In his effort to dominate the Jews. <laughs> like it just he's like he's like That's god the damn they, they won't keep it it, it it seems like one of those um have you ever heard of he uh, the oh god what is it called there's a type of parent rearing like us like that is based off the ideal of spare the rod spoil the child type shit uh it's called oh, yeah, first time about. obedience where oh, it's okay, like something else. every form of a child's disobedience is a 
representation of uh, ultimate disobedience of your will or your authority. So, like, if you tell a kid, hey, uh, come to dinner, and she's like, hey, just one second, I'm finishing, I, I want to save my game, that's disobedience that cannot be allowed because that's disobedience that will later involve her getting pregnant, you know? Like, you gotta you got to deal with every little thing. Uh, and think about how much patience you need to always enforce yeah. things. Because like, eventually you're just going to be like, fuck it, I don't care, oh, you know? But God, God cared the whole time. He keep beating the shit out of his Israelites. Yeah, he has all the patience of the guy who has, you know, the kid that he stole off the street in his basement. <laughs> and he's gonna break them. Yeah, you, you, you are. You, we are stuck together. Um, oh God, who's the guy that had all those girls that finally got out? He's like that guy, uh, Elizabeth Smart. Oh no, it's not Elizabeth Smart. No, I know who you're the talking other about. Ones. The one that she escaped very recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Got away from God. We're with her. <laughs> yeah, I stand with her. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all. That's all I really had for eight. Uh, just, just more like you owe me, you fuckers. Yeah, and I don't even like so you. So chapter, chapter nine starts off with more of the same, but it's kind of funny that the start of chapter nine in my uh, my Bible is, is titled "Not because of Israel's righteousness." Uh, you can probably guess <laughs> exactly where we're going. Mine with this, is right? uh, Israel's rebellions reviewed. Cool. Can't wait. I'm glad we got to this. Part. I like mine more. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I like mine more because it's right up front. It says, "Just so you guys know, none of this good shit I'm doing for you." Which, again, it's a little sus. He talks about all the best. time like, how good he's giving. <laughs> you know, I'm doing you guys so good right now. But just so we're clear as to why. So even though you just had to watch an entire generation die in the desert for no fucking reason, even though I've sent venomous snakes after you, opened up the earth underneath you sent fire throughout your camps, giving you all types of plagues, made you live under this dickhead Moses. Even though I did all that nice stuff for you, I didn't do it because you're cool. <laughs> I just did it because everyone around you sucks ass. <laughs> like, that's the only reason. It, it really is. Uh, I, 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 um, my note here is uh, Deuteronomy 9. Don't think you fucks is so hot right now, you know? My note was don't get cocky. <laughs> Uh, like that's what it is. It, it, it's it's horrible that after all this, he's doing this whole thing about like, what was it? What were we just talking about? About like, oh, this is because you know you come from great people and there, this uh, is the because of Abraham. of Abraham. You are my chosen people, and God so loved you. Uh, let's contrast yeah, that. With and now we totally changed Deuteronomy nine uh, four. Do not think in your heart after the Lord your God has cast them out before you, saying, Because of my righteousness, the Lord has brought me in to possess this land. But it is because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out before you. So you don't deserve any yeah. of this. Don't think that when I give you Canaan, it's because you guys were good boys. It's just because I really want those fuckers dead. You know, like, uh, like, let's be clear. It's like, it's like, you're like, we're going to Disneyland. Yeah. But not because you guys were good because you guys suck. I saw your grades, you know, but it's just because I hate the neighbors and I want them to feel jealous. Like, okay, I, at least I get a trip it's to Disneyland, I guess. You know, like, It's just because I want your mom, my bitch ex-wife to see the photos on Facebook and know that I have money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah, let's be clear. That's why we're doing all this, because you guys fucking suck. Like, cool, cool. And it just goes on and on. Um, well, I love starting at seven. So at seven, we go back. We uh, Moses, like, uh, what's it called whenever you go back on drugs? He relapses yeah. back into get the gaslighting revisionary history. And this time, it's about the golden calf. 
So he starts off this like whole spiel about the golden calf with remember this and never forget how you arouse the anger of your God in the wilderness. All right, hold the fuck up. Moses, you were the only person alive at that time of all these people. <laughs> That's the whole point is that the people there were cursed. So he's like, remember how you Jews uh, pissed off God in the wilderness? They're like I was, n- I was not. No, <laughs> they literally don't remember. The oldest one would have been like, yeah, 15 or so. None of them made any decisions. None of them wanted the golden calf, but they probably had to drink it even if they were babies and died of some sort of heavy metal poison. Given how degenerate those people were, probably some of them were involved in the sex, though. I'm sure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, 15. Yeah. 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 I mean, those people were fucking rocks shaped like the face of God. I'm sure, I'm sure a couple of kids got involved. Wow. Yeah, healthy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like uh, I like it all. I like it all. Therefore, understand that this Lord your God is not giving you this good land to possess because of your righteousness, for you are a stiff-necked people. Like it's just it just comes down. He's like, <laughs> I really do fucking hate you guys. Like I don't think you understand. I really fucking hate you guys, and so does God. <laughs> and this is the maximum gaslight phase, right. right? Where you've gone from putting little tweaks into a story where you're like. I hate you, and it's your fucking fault, <laughs> yeah. right? Don't make any mistake. I Moses, who let's let's be clear, Moses has done almost nothing but fuck up his entire life. Mm-hmm. All right, he keeps doing the wrong thing, just like Joseph did. Well, no, Joseph, I guess, was actually pretty pure. Joseph was but fucking just like, on his game. He just was an asshole. He was. He was. Let me back that. Yeah, up. Joseph back that was up. quite confident. Just like, just like Jacob did, mm-hmm. just like Isaac did, just like Abraham did, just like Noah. And Adam did, right. right? All our main characters were complete fuckheads. And now it's like Moses is going to sit here and, and like, scowl and talk shit to these people who, as far as I'm aware, haven't fucked up at all. Yeah, just a bunch of kids. Yeah, like, these are just the people that survived. They're paying for their parents' sin. I, well, no, I guess not, because they get to go into the place. But he's sitting here talking to them like they're the ones that fucking did all this If I stuff. were him, I'd be like, Moses, we all get it. You're bitter about hitting a rock one time. It's not my fucking problem, you know? Like, I'm not, you know? It, yeah, and, and, and I mean, what last last episode, that's what he did. He blamed them for that. Yeah. He blamed them for hitting the he's rock. A, they weren't he's even a there. bitter old bitch. He, <laughs> I hate I kick him. his ass. Um, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> um, if I end up in hell with him, I'm going right I, after I, him. <laughs> I, I, I was, I again, continue to struggle to imagine, to describe the relationship of God and the Israelites. And here's in my mind, I think of, because uh, he's still describing them as like, I love you guys, but you fucking hate you. I think of like a drunk, crazy, angry, abusive dad with his shitty, rebellious, ungrateful, stubborn, shithead son. And they're just traveling the nation, and they both hate each other, but they're like, but you're still my son, so, you know, I'll yeah, I'll put my cigarettes out on you, but I really want you to study hard this week. <laughs> like, okay. You know, like, I thought about killing you all yeah. day. Here's the list of times of all of, Here's the times you <sighs> pissed me off, and I'm just going to keep going down the list. And he does. And then he's totally full of shit. He starts talking about uh, when he actually... So he's telling, again... The story of the golden calf about how he went up the mountain to get the covenant from God. He came back down. The Jews fucked everything up. So in verse, uh, so chapter nine, verse 18, he says, uh, once again, I fell prostrate before the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. I ate no bread and drank no water because of all the sin you had committed. Okay. First off, I don't think it's their fault that you didn't eat food and water. And second, you never, 
This is the first time that he ever mentions fasting. I went back. Yeah, it does not. We, we specifically mentioned what was he eating and drinking because there's yeah, no mention he of fast. it. He's up there for four days. But yeah, he's like saying, I wasn't eating and drinking. But I think you're also missing the part where you and the Levites killed 3,000 of them. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck's your problem, Moses? He doesn't even mention oh, that. They already paid for this, I, and it wasn't them. I did everything in my power, and I prayed to your father to stop this. I'm like, you hit me with a bat and get, broke my nose. Like, fuck, what are you talking Like, yeah. You, well, you wholesale murdered your people uh, because they didn't know what to do. Because yeah. they're fucking lost. They're slaves. They're freed slaves. They're lost in the fucking desert, and this is how you treated them. And then I killed 3,000 of them, but I'm going to make it sound. Uh, the other thing is... and. I don't even know if this is gaslighting at this point or is just that the Bible's such a jumbled piece of shit written by so many different authors. Um, we specifically remembered that the calf was melted down and they were forced to drink it. In Deuteronomy 9.21, he states that he burned the calf down and threw its dust into a river. That's not what you fucking did, you little bitch. Or did you? Who fucking knows? Because it's all over the place. Yeah. But it specifically contradicts itself there that he's like, and then I threw it into a river. No, you Dude, jammed a funnel into my throat underneath a fucking overpass and jammed it in, you know, and made me drink it. I, I'm getting weird America vibes here <laughs> where Moses is like the U.S. government. <laughs> okay. And he's like, he's like, look, slaves, I saved you. I saved you from being slaves. I was like, well, you, you made us slaves for it. It was your fault. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but, but like, why are you being idiots? And they're like, well, you know. Jim Crow laws, yeah, like you're like, gonna like, you're gonna blame like crime rates on us. Yeah, yeah. Why why'd you do that? Why can't that? you live in a nice house, even though we specifically <laughs> created rules deciding where you get to live? You know, making even though we made ghettos and segregated yeah. you and put you. <laughs> why aren't you guys? Why aren't you guys well educated? Despite the fact of segregation in schools, and like uh, and the way we've uh, handled your funding and push you around. You know, like what? What's and then here he is rewriting history to make them look like the ass. Pick yourself up from your bootstraps. You sold my it's, bootstraps. It's, like I don't know what the fuck you. <laughs> This is America. Uh, my favorite little bit, and I think it just sums it up nicely. 924. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. Jesus. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Uh, I wonder, does Moses feel like a Jew, you think? I really don't feel he relates to these people. Is he still just at heart an Egyptian prince fuckhead? Oh, a prince? Yeah. He, you know what? Maybe that's where he gets his little complex. Yeah, is he just he's just like like uh he's just like yeah. these people. And Aaron's like, what do you mean these people? You know, like, like fuck's your That's the weirdest use of these people. What's your problem? <laughs> he's like, I swear the way these people are, like you can't trust them. Like, you're you're one of us, you Uncle Tom piece of shit. Like, where the fuck are you coming from with this attitude? Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, fuck you, Moses. I don't Yeah, I guess he's Uncle Tom. And God is the American government. Sure. We'll, we'll write You're that right. play. Um, okay. And then he keeps saying, thus I prostrated myself before the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. I kept prostrating myself because the Lord had said he would destroy you, and I stopped him. You're welcome. I didn't want him to destroy you all, so me and my buddies came and just did a, a little bit of a pogrom, you know. We did it our way, you know. It's like your father really wanted to beat the shit out of you, so what I did is I just punched you in the mouth once. Like, okay, what a fucking hero you are. Um, that That's Moses, man. That's just who he and is. And then he reiterates 927 again. God really wanted to kill every last one of you, but I made him, uh, I made him realize that Egypt would make fun of him. So... Yeah, right? That That's this insane shit. It here. does. Is that, again, yeah. this God has almost no agency. Like, sure, he's able to, like, come in and indiscriminately kill his people Which every now loves. and then, but he's a fucking wild-ass tiger, 
and Moses is uh, Siegfried, and Aaron was Roy until the tiger <laughs> got him. <laughs> I just, the way they describe it, it really does, I mean, I know I've said it already, and we say it all the time, but I think of, like, a drunk, crazed dad, and Moses is, like, that beaten mother who's, like, sees him getting angry and is trying to convince him. Yeah, but she's a bitch. Him. Yeah, is a bitch, too. This They're not a- good people, but uh, uh, 929... I told him, uh, this is Moses speaking to God, yet they are your people and your inheritance whom you brought out of your mighty power and by your outstretched arm. And then he's like telling him, like, you don't kill them, you know? So it's like, where he's like, that's your son you're about to fucking punch in the face. And he's like, what do the neighbors think? Okay, I'm glad you reminded me that these are my kids and I'm not supposed to fuck them up. You know, like, thanks, Moses. Thanks for getting in there. <sighs> fucking hero. I'm so sad. I'm so sad that this is a thing. <laughs> Oh, man, the Bible. Uh, that's it for this episode. I think that's as far as we'll get. Uh, yes, Jeez. It's... Uh, why is Deuteronomy in the Bible? Like, one, I don't think you need it. Because it's a recap, at least these chapters. Like, who the fuck cares? I'm assuming you read the book. But um, two, it just, it just more... It doesn't... It's not a good look. How can anyone look at the story of Moses begging God not to kill his own people as like, well, that's God's divine judgment. Same as he was, same as he always will be, you know, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Like, okay, great. You know, <laughs> uh, I should base my laws on this. This is what we should base our government upon this fucking guy right here. I'm about it. <laughs> oh man. I mean, we fucking did it. We didn't we did it. We pulled it Take off. Take that, rape Thanks. victims. You don't get to have an abortion. It's right here. Deuteronomy Ooh. 928. Hey, though. Deuteronomy, or Numbers 5 says they can, so as long as the man wants them to. <laughs> That's true. Got to think about it. Think about it, you guys. The loopholes are everywhere. God, you know, I came into this episode kind of excited about it. I'm, not, I'm just exhausted. Oh, man. I can't, audience, you have no idea how lucky you are to have us. Can I say that? Uh, that... Yeah, uh, you're getting a little bit of a God complex, but... (laughs) Well, like like Moses said, I'm the most humble motherfucker ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No one's more holy than us, you guys, at least according to the Bible. We got this. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But funny shit. Jesus. Yeah. I... So is uh, one thing I thought was interesting, and I know, and we skipped it, and I couldn't remember where the fuck it was. But Deuteronomy six, and I, I don't want to go too far back. But one of my favorite Please things, don't. and we missed it when we were talking about it, but I kept thinking about it the whole episode, is um, uh, like six ten, as uh, so it shall be when the Lord your God brings you to the land which He swore to a, uh, Isaac and Jacob, He will give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Uh, houses full of good things which you did not fill, hewn out of wells you did not dig, and uh, vi- vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. Which is just a great way of being like, and by the way, when I take you to this occupied land that is populated by people and you kill all of them, don't worry, their shit's going to be there. I just I just think of like... Um, uh, the caravan. I was thinking of Schindler's List <laughs> when like they're oh, kicking damn. all the... Uh, ironically enough... When uh, the very beginning of Schindler's List, when they're kicking, uh, when they're carting off the Jews, and there's that little girl in the red dress, and it's horrific when you see it, when like the Germans are like bringing in that family, and being like, "Look at these walls, look at these scenes. This is ours now." They're like, yeah, look at this. This is a hardwood floor. Like that's so great. Look at this furniture and oh, a picture frame. 
with someone's grandma in it? Well, that picture comes right out. <laughs> like, you know, like it's such a... <laughs> fix it. It's I'll such a horrific it. idea of going into a, a fucking place, removing the people... Just sod with blood. Yeah, just sod with right? blood, removing a people and being like, this is ours now. Look at this. Look at this rocking chair. It's so well made. Boy, someone must have really enjoyed this before we fucking murdered them. You know? Well, no. If you want to know anything about the history, you just ask one of the virgins that you trust. <laughs> They'll tell you. Hey, whose place was right? this? And the you know, as she's a uh, you know, bleed out of her mouth and shit. But uh, great times, great times had all around. Oh my god! Damn Bible. <laughs> the Bible's Bible's wiling out. Fun. I'm ready. I'm already ready for Deuteronomy to be over. This is my least favorite so far. It's... The recap bullshit is just getting fucking tired. And it just... I don't like it. It it doesn't even... I feel like the recap undercuts the message. It does. It changes it. Like, it... You know, it's gaslighting us. And it's also just... I don't think Moses... Like, if, if I were one of these Jews, I'd be like, Moses, sit down. Like shut the fuck up! I mean, the way you are, t- the way you are. <laughs> that was basically that was basically the title. Of yeah, the I know, episodes. I know, I know. But <laughs> but like, if I'm just sitting there and he's like, "By the way, here's the goodness that God gave you, and here's the uh, the the bounty that has been provided you due to the promise of Abraham." But you guys fucking suck, and God fucking hates you, and like, yeah, I, I really feel like you know, it's like it's like happy birthday. I'm disappointed in you. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, Thanks. Here's your birthday cake. Not that I fucking love you and that I hate you. Okay. I do you want me to have a good birthday? Or is it more about you airing your grievances? Like which one is it? Like can you just I it this is an angry old like probably tinged with dementia man. <laughs> I actually know uh, that he, knows he, that he doesn't get to go into I, I, I read to the uh I, I kind of skipped around a little bit and I know that they're gonna oh, sure. hype Moses's uh uh uh, mental capacity at this point. He's just a very. Let's just assume Moses is at this point a very stable genius. Nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, perfect. But uh, I think those things. I think those things are actually not what you would want your leader to be. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But I mean, think about it though. He's on the verge of having to die and not get into there. He's probably just pissed at these people. He's got FOMO. FOMO. What the fuck you are you talking about? Fear of missing out. It's a uh, thing. Come on. Okay. That's, All right. Keep up with the Jesus kids. Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be so great when you guys get there. Not that I'd ever get there. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And just so you know, it's not it's not because you're good that you get to go. You know, you I was good. I prostrated myself. <laughs> I fucking, I stared at God's he's ass. A, <laughs> he, he, he's a crab in a bucket. He's like, yeah, you're going to go and enjoy Ooh, all yeah, this cake. Not that you deserve it. Not that you should have these nice Do you things. think they give a shit? Here's a question. Do you think they give a shit about all this? I don't know. You're you're Israelite. <laughs> you're having to listen to Moses' little speech here. Are you like, okay, all right, well, I'm going to go into fucking the Holy Land. Fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, by the way, you guys are bags <laughs> of shit as they're just all thinking about how they're going to divvy up all the figs and milk and honey. Like, like, I'm going to eat so many olives. Fuck this old ass bitch. I fucking kick his ass. I'm going <laughs> to invent Greek salad as soon as I get in there. <laughs> second I get in there, I'm going to fucking make fig newtons. Like, all right. <laughs> fucking great. Ew. Greek salad is so much better. Why would you? Da- why would you make it I don't worse? Even know what a Greek salad is? Um, I'm fucking. It's like whenever you have like olives and tomatoes all chopped up with feta gross. and some I'm olive oil. I'm, I'm house salad or bust. I just. Um... Oh, you're a pedophile. <laughs> <right, so. laughs> wow, uh, but I just I don't know. Yeah, it just it just seems more and more like like Buzz like yeah, I fucking hate you guys. You're just like yeah, you're you're a bitter old bitch. Yeah. Sit down. Well, let me let me promise you this, audience. There's not too much Deuteronomy left, and there's not too much Moses left. So 
as as maybe as painful for these uh, these episodes may be to you, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get to Joshua. He's gonna be a badass. I'm thinking Joseph Part Two. I'm hopeful. I hope so too. Um, but it's not well, too far. I mean, <laughs> Joseph was competent in the way that like Dick Cheney was competent. He wasn't a very good dude. He just very <laughs> he just gets the job done. You know. Yeah, but I think I'm you Mitch know McConnell type I don't situation. know if I I don't like no I don't like those I think Mitch McConnell is Moses. <laughs> uh, I mean I just I just Joseph, think of Joseph. Um, Joseph was like uh, all of Egypt. I Teddy like Roosevelt. Joseph was Teddy Roosevelt. I think of Joseph as like a problematic but cool. Which one was the one? Is it Andrew Jackson that had the trail of tears under him? Yeah, yeah that's what I think of. I think of Andrew Jackson. I think of like, yeah, well, he was very uh, efficient in the way he uh, uh, genocided the Native Americans. I mean, it's, I mean, you got to give it to him oh, for competence, but that? I'm going to take away points for anyone. cruelty and uh, bullshit. He didn't kill anybody. He just took all their land and property. Uh, I don't think they call it the Trail of Tears because of the land. No, I'm talking about Joseph. Well, certainly I'm sure people starved. (laughs) I was not being an Andrew Andrew Jackson. Jackson? (laughs) I was not being an Andrew Jackson apologist. (laughs) I was a Joseph apologist. Uh, Well, he did force them into slavery. I don't know. I don't think that's a good one. Well, good, good for him. I'm proud of Joseph. I don't care what you say. Joshua's going to be cool, too. I promise. Okay. Um, guys, you got anything else before I sign let's, us out? Let's, let's put a bow on this shit. Good, good, good. So if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, at Irrevelations. We're hamming it up in there. If you want to send us an email, that's going to be irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. And I'm not going to ask you if you have anything for the people, Cole, because I know you hate that. Instead, I'm going to say, if you're one of the new guys who's on here because you're banging my sister, welcome. I'm hoping you're enjoying yourself. We'll see you around. Oh. <laughs> 